Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Do you ever have to send money internationally? If you do, you know just how expensive and time-consuming it can be, as well as how steep the exchange rate from your bank or provider sometimes is. Sometimes these exchange rates don't even show until after the transfer has been made. Here's why I'll use TransferWise for my next international money transfer. Unlike other providers, TransferWise is a completely transparent way to send money internationally. You know exactly what you'll pay upfront and you get the real exchange rate with no markup. The exchange rate with TransferWise is incredibly good, so your money goes much, much further. Setting up a payment is simple and fast, and you only pay one small upfront fee. TransferWise was founded by the first guy to ever work for Skype together with his friend. As Skype was the new better way to make international calls, TransferWise is the new better way to send money internationally. Founded by two friends and Estonians who were tired of feeling ripped off whenever they sent money back home, they came up with a quicker, cheaper, and easier way to transfer money between countries. Realizing that plenty of other people were also feeling ripped off on international transfers, they turned their idea into a company. They created a smart new system that gets rid of all the expensive traditional charges that you normally pay. Today, TransferWise lets millions of people and businesses all over the world send money internationally. See how much you could save at TransferWise.com. You can also download the app for Android or iOS. Once again, that's TransferWise.com. Transfer as in, I need to transfer money to another country. Wise as in, I'm going to do that in a wise way. TransferWise.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. This week, I'm so excited to introduce a very, very special guest. I have Isabella Lovengrip here on the show. Isabella is a blogger, a serial entrepreneur. She started over a dozen companies, four of which are thriving today. She's a published author, a mom of two, and she has for the past 10 years run the most popular blog in all of Scandinavia, reaching more than 1.3 million unique readers per week. Wow, what a resume. Welcome to the show, Isabella. Thank you. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for the last week, so um, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Are you a little nervous to be here too? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> are you overcoming a fear right now? I am, uh, but I, I love to, to push myself and to be out my comfort zone, so... Um, yes, this is a good uh, good challenge. Because you don't do a ton of uh, of your work in English, right? No, uh, the blog is translated to English, and also the Instagram is in is in English. But just that, uh, just the daily is not so much in English. Um, the companies are right now expanding to other countries, so I have to to <laughs> to do more in English. So this is a this is a great opportunity. It's an amazing <laughs> opportunity. I'm yeah. so excited to have you on the on the show because I'm here in in Sweden for five weeks and I'm going to invite some Swedish people on the podcast and I was really thinking okay who do I really feel inspired by and who can also my listeners learn from and grow with and you were at the top of my list. Thank you. I've been uh, reading your blog for a really long time and wow. I'm, I kind of float in and out of, of, of blog worlds so when I have time and I have space um, I read and recently with breastfeeding I've had some um, you know with a baby when she's sleeping I have a little bit of time to uh, to just sit and then I've been reading your blog so. I'm happy to hear that. How uh, how is life right now? Uh, 
life is very uh, hectic. It's, it's very uh, the, the, um, it's very intense, um, but it has been intense for the last 12 years. Yes. <laughs> I find people so, ask that and it's always like, if you're an entrepreneur, when do you say, oh, everything is calm no, and relaxed? <laughs> but I really like when it's uh, when I have a lot of things to do. Um, I've been doing, um, I have been having my companies for a couple of years now, but um, I noticed that something has happened right now. Um, we're expanding more globally, which is very fun and it's a very big goal for me. But in the same time, this year has been very, very tough because I, I, I got divorced uh, two months ago. And like you said in the beginning, uh, we have two kids together. Uh, three and a half year and two, a boy and a girl. Uh, so everything in the companies is happening in, is happening at the same time as the divorce, and and now I have my my big house for myself, and it's it's a new it's a new life uh, that I have to, has to to get uh, used to. But um, as you often talks about, I'm I'm very like calm, and uh, and I rely on that everything is gonna go well. Maybe not now, but hmm. but soon. Eventually, that's a yeah. good mindset to have. Yeah. I would love to dive a little bit deeper into that also. But um, for the listeners that maybe don't know you so mm. well, if we backtrack a little bit. So you run the biggest blog in Scandinavia. Yes. 1.3 million mm -hmm. readers every mm. week. That's a big yeah. responsibility. <laughs> that's a big platform. How did you get started? I started when I was 14. Um, the, I didn't have any like a business idea then it was like having a diary online and I was creating or maybe not more maybe not a diary more than a like an online book and I was creating my own character and the character's name was Blondin Bella which means the uh, blonde Bella, blonde Bella yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was um, pretending to be that character for a couple of years and the people were start to follow that girl because she was living a kind of a um, kind of a, like extreme life for being a fourteen year old. And how did you come up with that? How did it? Where did the idea come from? Um, I had a quite tough time at my uh, in my life. Then I was bullied in school. I was moving out, so I was I was I lived by myself as a fourteen year old. Wow! Because that was a better alternative than staying at home. So I was living by myself. I was bullied. Didn't have any friends. Um, so, I so so creating that um, character character Blondine Bella who had everything that was um, like an uh, that was a kind of like like escaping hmm, uh, like an escape from yeah wow and what was going on at home that you wanted to leave uh, it was uh, there was they were divorced and uh, yeah it was um, it's uh, it's a lot of things but they weren't. Um, yeah, it, it was tough just with my dad, and uh, you made that decision on your own. Yes, we yes, and we don't have any contact today. So, uh, but I have. Uh, so, um, do you remember that being fourteen years old and realizing because that's really young? Mm. I mean, I have five sisters. The youngest one is almost sixteen, and mm. I cannot really imagine her one day saying, "Okay, I'm going to move <laughs> out," and she's sixteen, and this is two years younger. Do you remember being fourteen, realizing that I think it's best for me if I didn't live here anymore? I remember that feeling, and I, I've always had a, like an old soul, soul um, and like taking care of myself. So I was, you know, I, I went to the grocery store, I was buying food, and uh, trying to, tried to, to live. And I, you know, I went to school in the mornings, wake up, just um, had an alarm on my watch, and just, just you know, continue my life. But um, I think one of my like strength um, is that I'm. Um, I don't think too much when it's when the life is tough. I'm I'm just focused straight ahead, and um, I, I'm I think I'm quite quite rational as a person. So at that point, it was more like okay, I have to go into school. I have to make some food. I have to you know just just pay the bills, continue my life. And but when I was twenty, uh, I remember that at, at that time, I I became very angry and was thinking about my. Um, like the time when I was growing up, um, your past, yeah. So, uh, so it came back. Then it came back. So I, and that's why it's a, like a life lesson. It, everything comes back. Hmm. So you have to deal with with. with and stuff. did you then when you were twenty? Yeah, I did. So I was very angry at that time. So I started to, and I, but I still I'm I'm very 
I, I want to to solve problems. <laughs> so I went to um, um, I did a KBT. Um, oh, you went to a therapist. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking with her, and then I uh, talked to my dad, and then I. Um, you I, cut him yeah. out. Yeah, I did. And was that a big relief? Yeah, it, it was. Um, it's so easy when you're a family just to to be to have to stay in that relations mm-hmm. because it's blood and you have to do it. Um, but when I was twenty, I was you know I was thinking about the the, the years before and realized that this kind of relationships uh, relationship with him is going to continue and I'm going to be affected by that so um so yeah that was a very hard decision but it was a good decision and it still is and you have no contact no today. no I haven't so but I if, if I look back of course it's, it's quite tough but I um it, when I think about it I I don't get sad it's more yeah I'm it sounds so strange but I'm I'm quite not happy, but I'm. Um, the past is why I, is. Hmm. I, I have reached very far for being 26 today, and and, and it is because of uh, everything that I've been through. So maybe it's kind of extreme to say that, but yeah, but I don't. I I fully agree with that, and it's really mm-hmm. hard to. Um, it's hard to stand up and really say that proudly. Yeah. Like I'm almost grateful for the really mm-hmm. shitty things exactly. that happened because it also. And for people that listening, that maybe they're going through horrible things, it's really hard in the moment to feel, okay, yeah. one day I'm going to look back and I'm going to be grateful, especially if it's, you know, really challenging family situations or yeah. death or divorce or whatever yeah. you have going on. Yeah. Um, but I, that's something I come back to as well when I have it in the middle of a challenge that, okay, it sucks right now. Like mm. This is absolute fucking shit. <laughs> but I know there's going to be a time where I can look back and say, okay, it brought something. Yeah. So remembering that in the toughest moments, it's uh, it's the most valuable thing. Mm. Can you feel that now as well? I mean, going through a divorce is also really you're in it now. Can you? Yes, I'm. I'm in the tornado. <laughs> Are you in the eye of the tornado I where it's am, quiet? I, but I, I am. But uh, yes, I, I I am. The things that I've been through is helping me right now, and I know it's everything is gonna be easier for every day, every week, every year. So I'm just you know. Trying to be calm, you know, and try to enjoy them, um, because it's every, divorce is tough. But I, I did it for a reason, so I have to like maybe not enjoy, but like um, appreciate the yeah. the choice that you made. Yeah. Appreciate and also because I appreciate for myself for being a role model for my uh, for my kids. So if you live in a relationship that doesn't make you happy, or like. Um, if it brings you down a if it brings bit, you yeah. down it's better to leave hmm. um, yes. that's not an easy decision to make no and especially when you have so many followers that have thoughts yes. and writes about what you're doing and your decisions um, being like an, an successful mom that leaves your family or not leaves your family but, but breaks up the family yeah People get very upset and angry and they are saying that everything is my fault because of the companies. And um, Do you read, how many comments do you, do you get in a, in a day on the blog? Do you know? Together for three posts, it's maybe 300. Mm, do you read them all? Yes, I do. It's important for me to see the, the thoughts. And, um, so and when there's judgment there, do you? Yes, I see it. Yes, you see it. <laughs> but, but, but still, it's, it's maybe it's like 90%. Uh, positive comments mm-hmm. and 10 bad so i try to stay uh, i try to f- to to have the focus on the on the good ones on the positive yeah i have that too with uh with instagram which i feel sometimes mm-hmm. can be even more vicious sometimes um but it's not until i became a mom that i realized how judgmental mm-hmm. <laughs> parents can be i thought as we get older <laughs> and we become adults and we grow up like okay we can have you know be a little more objective and kind to yeah. each other or understanding no i've never had so much trouble in the online world since becoming a mom yeah and i remember when our first son, son were uh, uh, when we had him and the second day we were going back from the hospital going home and it was in November, so it was quite cold. And I forgot to bring um, a, hat. a hat to him. So he was lying in the, in the car, uh, like the baby... The car seat. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so so I, I took a picture and I posted it on my blog and yeah he and he had he he didn't have the hat on it, so I got three thousand comments <laughs> and also <laughs> like um like a, the Swedish newspaper were writing about that I'm um, you know I'm, so is she gonna to 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 have a child? Can she be a mom because she she forgot the hat on the second oh day in November? God. Uh, so they were very judgmental on me. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! And, and you just gave birth. Yeah. <laughs> and, <you're> like, <laughs> and like you know, on the six, third day, it's the the baby blues <laughs> day, or they call them when you kind of get depressed. So, it, yeah. The, it the thing is, it's just a picture, so they don't know. Like no. was he? Out in the snow no, without a hat no. for a day. No, and it was not. and it was only like for one minute going from the hospital to the car. So, <laughs> but yes, the, but 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 still there. I'm 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 quite good at you know seeing the the ninety percent positive comments and not focus on the ten. That's good. Um, I have a, a really uh, an amazing teacher and a friend of mine named Jane, Jen Pasteloff. Do you know who she is? No. I'm going to send you some of her yeah. stuff. She's amazing. She has this saying or uh, a class that she teaches about the one in the 100, which mm. means if you have 100 people telling you you're amazing and I love you and you're the best in the whole world and then there's one person saying you suck, mm. you're going to spend the whole day focusing on that one person. Like, what did I do wrong? How could I change? <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. You know, so if you seem to have that and, very... Good and I mentality. think I have, I have, I know that if I'm, today I have a lot of companies and I think we're almost 40 employees and I ha I don't have the energy or the time to focus on that one one person or one present. Um, because if I'm do that, it's 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 impossible for me to, 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 to do my work and to increase with all the companies. So, so... I have to stay positive and focus. Hmm. It drains your energy if yeah, you were to focus on it that. Does, yeah. It does. So if we, we rewind, so when you, you started the blog, it became this, um, you know, an escape kind of like yeah. creating this persona. And then when did it start really growing? How did, how did you go from there, from being 14 to this? Uh, it was two years later and I was 16 and uh, there was a sweet Swedish um, media and they they wrote that the blog was worth uh, quite much money um, so that so other media was writing about the young girl who was uh, earning a lot of money uh, but I didn't at that point but it was <laughs> just like a value of the blog and from that article people were finding the blog and then it it started to get no no i think it was that time that it became this, the biggest one in sweden so only 16 you had yeah. the biggest blog in yeah sweden. and then i started the company because of the earnings mm -hmm. uh, that i wanted to earn <laughs> you didn't have them <laughs> no, yet no, you were no. manifesting it no but i i remember how i uh, i started like like the company to have like a account for for future income mm -hmm. <laughs> and then i rented a, an office So I I remember that day when I was sitting I have been to IKEA before and I'm you know <laughs> doing uh, uh, putting all the stuff together yeah and I was sitting at my desk and didn't have anything to do <laughs> but I was like but okay. you had an office yeah I had an office and, <laughs> and a, a company uh, without any earnings so I was just okay so this day everything is gonna is gonna start and from that point it that it did. So you really were able to dream it up and to see it in your mind. Yeah, fake it till you make fake it. Fake it till you yeah, make it. Yeah, and I, I was sitting there. I was um, escaping from school, and uh, I was taking up my phone and was and I was calling a lot of companies and asked if they want to to do an advertisement on my blog. And I think like the fifty first call, they were like, "Who are you? <laughs> What is a blog? <laughs> What is a blog?" Uh, yeah. Um, But I didn't. I don't. I know. I didn't give up. Uh, and unfortunately, I um, no. In the in the and after like six months, I I founded a, a sales company. So they got a few percent in the company, and so and they were selling advertising on my blog for you. For you. That's really smart. Me. Yeah. Wow. And this was early. I mean, this is ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, okay, so you've started started over a dozen companies, yeah. and right now you have four thriving companies. So, mm. one is Loving Grip Care and Color, mm. which is a, a beauty brand. A beauty brand. Uh, What's sell, special yeah. about it? We sell in all the pharmacies in Sweden and also in the Nordics now. Um, but we have been um, starting in our business in in Switzerland, in uh, yes, in other countries. Um, and in, after the summer, we were launching in. Um, Saudi, which is very fun. Mm. 
so yes, so that's a beauty brand for us who are have sensitive skin or scalp, but still wants very like good products that that that's very that that works. Um, so I'm very proud of that. So so be- so the beauty brand is like the biggest brand, and um, and then I have my own investment company, uh, Love and Grip Invest. Um, and how did that idea come about? I think that's the most interesting thing because that means it's not just about you as an entrepreneur, but no. you're actually looking for. Mm-hmm. Other entrepreneurs yeah. and, and companies to invest so, in. So during my 10 years as um, having my blog and being an entrepreneur, um, all the, um, I like the profits from, from the blog and the, the companies, um, have I put into Loving Lip Invest. So from that uh, company, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, young entrepreneurs with great ideas but because I, I know my, my time is limited. <laughs> So I want to to have more companies, and because because it's so fun to start, to build, to grow, to sell, um, but it's impossible with my time, especially now when I have two kids. So um, to solve that problem, I invest in other. So they can do the work for you. <laughs> yeah. That's genius. Uh, or not maybe do not do the work for me, but I can help them. Help them rise yeah. and grow. And that's the fun part. Hmm. So yeah, I have um, going into a few co- companies right now. And still searching for more, and I use my platform to make the, uh, their companies grow, so we can switch like stocks in the company, um, so they can have market, um, so, uh, so they can be s- seen that my Instagram and Facebook and blog. So it's it's quite new way to invest. They're very smart. Yeah. So it's not only it's not only money; it's also the like the social media and the influence around yeah. it. Yeah, that's very very smart. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's been so. Uh, I try to imagine you. 14 or 16 and mm-hmm. having this this grow you've lived this life in the public eye now for almost your entire life or mm-hmm. yeah, half, half of your life, life. <laughs> half of your life how do you think that has shaped you because it's something that I know um, and I have much less of that than you uh, but personally the idea of being a public person has been quite challenging for me mm. at least I like to stay very private also my husband is a He's a very awkward person. He likes to say this himself. <laughs> He's like, if you walk up to him in the street, like, hi, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. He just stands there. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's really, he's very awkward around that stuff. So for us, it's been, um, it's most of it is very fun, but mm. it's a little bit challenging, especially with the baby when people come up and they want to take photos or touch her or grab her and mm. things like that. And I know you have that at a much larger scale here in Sweden. Yeah, um, but in the same, it, it, it hasn't, you know, if affected me so much. I think I, I've been seeing this as a job from from the beginnings. So I've entered my like role as a public figure in the morning, and when I come home or in the weekends, it's easy for me to to take off the high heels, to take away the makeup, and just being Isabella with my. So are you still that character a little bit that you built when you were fourteen? <sighs> Maybe no, not that character. But I, I think when you you have to. Be, you have to like um, um, when you are an entrepreneur. It's hard to 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 see when you're working or when you're not working. So for me, maybe with clothes and with makeup and with styling, that's a way for me to know when I'm when I am that kind of public figure when I'm working. When you're on. Yes, and when I'm off, hmm. it's like to 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 trick the brain. Hmm. Um, but being public, I, I think I handle it quite well. Um, still the feet on the ground <laughs> mm. um, but of course it's another type of life that I'm when I was um, um, grew up um, it's another like an, an another standard uh, with the um, the money part definitely so it's more that kind of thing to to like to um, I, th- I think it's the the money part it's, it's more effect it's more big for me than the the public or not public part. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Magazines are great resources to keep us informed on news and social issues, and they give us moments of inspiration and comic relief just when we need them. With a brand new app called Texture, you can access all of your favorite magazines in one place on your tablet or on your phone. The Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. Texture makes it easy to find and enjoy the articles you want to read with daily recommendations, exclusive interactive features, videos, and much more. The Texture app is entirely digital, so it's an environmentally friendly way to consume the best magazines and articles. Texture makes magazines easy, and there are so many great ones included. There's Yoga Journal, Women's Health, Time Magazine, and much, much more. 
Texture is searchable, so you can mark what you like, check out back issues, view bonus video content, and even experience curated articles and magazines just for you or whoever you are gifting Texture to this year. Why subscribe to just a couple of magazines where you can have all of your favorites on your smartphone or on your tablet all the time for way less? Plus, Texture was selected as one of Apple's top 2016 iPad apps. Normally, Texture is $9.99 a month, and you get over 200 magazines. Today, Texture is offering all from the heart listeners a 14-day free trial. Download the Texture app and start your free trial right now. Go to texture.com slash yoga girl. That's 14 days to try Texture for free when you go to texture.com slash yoga girl. One more time, go to texture.com slash yoga girl today. Do scents evoke memories and transport you back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I know they do for me. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer or the beach in Aruba, bottled with all natural uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. But it's not just about the elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. It delivers that coveted post-vacation glow, like you just returned from a tropical getaway. And right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. I love Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I use it every single day and I have for so many years. It makes me feel silky smooth and just glowing. This body oil is rich but never greasy and clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It visibly firms your skin, leaving you more sculpted and toned. No wonder I feel so great after using it. But it gets even better. With Osea, you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Osea's products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. They are a women-founded company that has been making seaweed-infused skincare for over 28 years. So bring on summer. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care at Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. You also, you made the conscious decision to not show your children's faces yeah. on your blog or mm. online. And where did that come from? From two ways. Uh, one is a very terrible um, thought, and it's because of the kidnapping risk. Hmm. Um, and the other one is that I want them to, to be able to choose by themselves when they are older. So it's just from the thinking of the safety and also... Keeping for, more of it private yeah, also for you. Yeah, and it's a good... And, and I, I'm very like happy that I, that I did that... Um, Do they know? You think that 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 <laughs> their mom is this very you know public? Uh, no, person? they don't Not understand. Yet. No, and uh, yes, people are coming to us at the grocery store and they want to take photos. And but um, no, he's uh, he's too young. Mm -hmm, uh, still, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about so uh, transitioning here because it's you realized very early that you wanted to be an entrepreneur, that mm -hmm. this was it for you. And I think that's something that um, in this generation of, you know, blogging and social media, uh, not everybody has that natural instinct no. to make smart decisions. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very, very true. And I come from this other world of social media, which is the, the yoga and wellness world, which is even, it's much more sensitive, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. too. I think if you're, you know, talking about fashion or beauty, it's more natural to promote things and to become more commercial. But yes, coming is. from yoga... Uh, very early on I was like okay it's not gonna work I cannot teach this you know sacred practice about making you know peace with who you are and loving yourself and then hey why don't you buy these yoga pants you know it doesn't flow like at all so I decided really early I'm not going to market anything on these platforms it just doesn't work at all and I was the only one in the online yoga community that made that decision and uh, for a while I was really doubting it oh I could be making money doing this I could be improving this I could be growing faster if I was collaborating with other people but I never did and now it's been uh, I don't know five or six years and I think I'm one of the few people in the yoga world that actually has the ability to scale a brand because there is more integrity there now there is much more trust from the people that follow me they know that it's not just a marketing platform you know it's a place to it's a community more and I feel like I'm, I was really looking through your things this past week knowing you were going to come here and I feel like you've You've managed to keep that balance really beautifully. Thank you. It's, it doesn't feel... Because um, uh, sometimes you can feel if you read a blog, like it's like fake marketing almost. Mm. Like it's like 
buy this because I make money off of it. But with you, it's very clear if it's an ad and it also feels like it's something that you stand behind. It merges really well. Mm. How do you make those decisions? Um, because it must be a big part of the revenue for the blog. I mean, it's, yes, it, it, yeah, it, it, it's a big revenue, of course, and it, it's a big part. And it's, it's, uh, it's tough to say no to a company that, that will give you a lot of money, but it's, it has the wrong kind of... What yeah. do you say no to? Uh, like 90 percent <laughs> like everything uh, I'm very picky about the companies that I want to to, to be seeing in the channels um, it, it has to be something that I'm I, I, I have to be like a customer by myself it has to be natural something that you actually would yeah, buy yeah on your own so that's it that's you know good rule can I be a customer would I buy this to my children? Would I eat this? Would I wear this? Um, if not, no. If not, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. But in the same time, I have the the sales company there. You know, they want to to sell the products to have the spots on my blog. So to say no, it's it's tough. And still, we have the blog has today like seven employees. So just for the blog itself. Just the blog and the social media channels. Mm. And, and there, there, where two, there are two persons that uh, people that are translated to the English and to the German and soon to French and to uh, Arabic. So, uh, so of course, every time that I say no, I know. But maybe it comes today, it comes today that nobody wants to to have the post and 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 how can the company you know continue? So, but I I always. Um, you know, I think positive, and and if I say no to something now, something better will will come up in the future. Um, and I have a quite high integ integ uh, integrity. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about body. Mm -hmm. You had two kids, yeah, and I know you've always been kind of at the forefront of the body positive. Mm -hmm movement which yeah. I think is so needed and so <laughs> amazing and also really rare in the uh, because if you look at your blog from the outside you live this perfect life I mean you do I mean you have this a lot of challenges and you share them but you have a beautiful home beautiful kids beautiful companies you're very successful you're making lots of money I can see from the outside people finding inspiration in all of these things but there's also um a big piece of that when it comes to responsibility for the people that are reading and following along. Mm -hmm. And for me, the way I chose to navigate that was to always tell the truth. Yeah. Like no matter what goes on, if it's super painful, if it sucks, if it's ugly, tell the truth. Yeah. And you've been amazing at sharing your own body insecurities mm -hmm. or your own mm -hmm. um, struggles with that since, since young. Can you um, tell our listeners a little bit about that? I was growing up a lot of, uh, a lot of time with my dad so it wasn't that kind of like body focus. It wasn't makeup or buying clothes. I it, I didn't enjoy that kind of... Uh, when my friends in school were comparing their bodies to each other uh, when we were like 10, I didn't because, uh, you know, I was playing football with my dad or being more like a... Like Tomboy a, almost, yeah. yeah. So I think that was quite... Um, a great start for the body not care about the body but the body is just great for playing football with mm. <laughs> i have two legs they're great <laughs> very smart um and um, and then in school i wasn't the popular girl i wasn't the the the, beauty, the the pretty girl i was more often i was by myself a lot i was um, reading a lot i didn't have any friends but um the point is that I, I was never with the, the girl. Uh, In the girl gang. No. Yeah, maybe where those thoughts spread. Yes. And, and when it began mm -hmm. uh, to be seeing all the body idol and how, how it should look and everything. So I was like, I, was, I, I, I missed that kind of time in my life. Um, and I always, you know, know my own, my own um, value and... When my friends in later on in my life were comparing, or oh, my body's I'm too fat, or my ties are too big, or my acne, or I, I, not, I never cared so much. Um, and in the same time, I had a lot of problem with my acne. With your skin? Yes, with my skin. Um, so I was just, you know, forced to, to deal with that. And, to do, and I remember, because I, I, have, I had put put on a lot of makeup on her quite some few years and then I was telling my blog readers when I was like 17 at okay today um, 
I'm not gonna do my makeup anymore. Today I'm gonna go out with no makeup and see what's happening. So as you, I was always being very opening about my, like, this is tough for me, my acne is tough for me. Um, but I remember that day when I was taking off my makeup and I was going to school the first day without, uh, and I noticed that nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big thing. <laughs> nobody, you know, saw the pimples or were laughing or nothing. So Because they're all so busy worrying about their own stuff. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> from that, that point, I was like, okay, but if nobody cares, I, I, it's time for me to not care so much <laughs> about the acne uh, too. So uh, that was like a, a big thing for me to realize that, like you said, people are more, more focused about themselves. Uh, so I, I always like, you know, enjoyed my body. It doesn't, it doesn't... Um, It doesn't depend on the weight or how I look. It's more, I see it more rational. Okay, there's a pimple, there's a stretch mark, there's a skin over. I I don't I don't care so much. But um, but in the same time, today when I live a very like stressful life with two kids, I have noticed how important to eat it is to eat the right things to be mm. more sustainable with yourself because you've, you've changed your diet a little bit recently yeah, I had I have um, so for example I don't eat meat anymore I try to eat more plant-based uh, less alcohol to yes to live more sustainable and that of course it changed how my body look but it doesn't it, it wasn't for the like the body goal to change how to to lost weight because of that it was Uh, changing diet to feel good to feel good so that's the important thing so and do you think that this was a like a natural response for your body because sometimes I feel like when we're in challenging situations emotionally mm. if we lose these other parts if we start eating like crap and we start treating our bodies like crap then everything becomes almost yeah. unmanageable you yeah. feel like it was almost like a, a response okay it's tough over here I'm gonna take care of this it, it was because the, when I, I changed the diet one year ago and that was the when the relationship started to became like tough so I found like one thing in my life mm. <laughs> that I can control and have sustainable mm. um, so uh, yes but I, I don't I don't um, I do some yoga or meditation at home I'm just the part how of, did that start that, that, that that's interesting to uh, me I started uh, with the pregnancy yoga mm-hmm. with, uh, the, with your second pregnancy uh, no the first, oh, the first one, one the mm-hmm. first one um, just to because the I didn't have time to enjoy that I was pregnant. So you worked throughout all pregnancies. I did. Yeah. I did. So once in a week or twice every week, I I could be on that pregnancy yoga and just enjoying the the time in my life and focus on the um, the philosophy. The birth. The yes. birth. <laughs> the <laughs> big thing. birth. Yes. The big thing. <laughs> So, so that was amazing to to and 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 at that point I realized that yoga is is a perfect time for me to you know to let go on all the work and all the issues in my life. So, so I'm I'm not doing it so so quite often today, but maybe once a week and I'm doing it at home and maybe like an online or um, like a, a show in front of me or just you know just the meditation. The for me the the breath is um, doing like to to um, to breathe before like calm before I'm going to sleep or but first thing in the morning or if the day is very stressful or intense I can just go to my room close the door and breathe for three minutes um, that's very like um, uh, it's it, a valuable tool yes and it's very important and you can take for it me. anywhere I I can so the breathe is more like important for me maybe than like the, the the physical part mm-hmm, right now mm-hmm. but in the future i hope to 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 find like more to move deeper into yeah, that yeah. what are your most important self-care practices so this sounds like one you mm-hmm. know brief meditation or, or breath work <sighs> do you have some things that you never stray away from no matter what uh, i always have the like the three thoughts of uh, Thinking grateful before I go to sleep. Oh, you do? Every day, every or every night, every, every night. So it's important for me to doing the uh, the breathing part, to think about the three um, things that I'm grateful for. And also when I'm always, when I'm taking a shower or I'm flying and I'm going through the, the clouds <laughs> every time at that point. <laughs> on a plane. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the plane, yeah. I always uh, doing like the... Uh, 
I having all like the great vision or I having I always, you visualize yes every time so like every day like one minute in the shower but uh, every time when I'm when I'm at, at, at the plane I'm doing like the the bigger like uh, the bigger goal in my life in my head would you mind sharing what your what were your three most grateful things uh, yesterday do you remember um, it was about my my children uh, of course uh, with the after the divorcing part that I'm still you know that I'm, I'm that I was I was you know I'm 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 gonna fix this and I was grocery shopping with them and they were quite um, they were very um, uh, they were they were tired of their mm -hmm. daycare uh, and they were you know it, it was quite a tough they were running around they didn't want to stay with me and I was alone and I saw all the other couples couples helping each other but I did it I fixed it and I. Um, you got all the groceries you did. Yes, I did. Yes, I, yes, I fixed it. So I was quite grateful for, you know, um, taking this decision and I know that I'm going to uh, succeed with this. So that was one thought. Um, so I, I, I do a lot of mental work with myself for like a visionary work every day. I can tell. And every I think day. people underestimate the power of that um, yeah. um, um, somehow. And um, it's important for me to... Um, I, I I read somewhere that we have like 60,000 thoughts, thoughts every day yeah. and I'm very picky about where I put uh, which kind of thoughts that I'm having so if um, people are like call a friend if is if a friend is calling me a day and she's want, she just want to gossip uh, I I have to say no to that kind of five minute <laughs> for gossip because it's taking my thoughts from something else hmm. and I I, that I want to, to have my thoughts or my more for the companies or for my children or for myself. So uh, it can sounds it sounds it sounds extreme, but I'm very picky about what I'm thinking about and what I'm putting my time on every day. It has to be something that are helping me f uh, forward. Uh, I could imagine some uh, if you would ever really step into the yoga practice, mm -hmm. you know, more than once a mm -hmm. week, or maybe find even more depth in the the breath and meditation work. Mm -hmm. I could imagine that blowing this yeah. up for you yes that would be great because that's such a big piece of uh, you know being aware enough that you throughout the day realize okay i'm entering this difficult track mm. now it's mm. taking me down this spiral of because i'm sure you must have those thoughts too i mean mm. yes of course you are like superwoman <laughs> my last podcast last week i spoke about uh, my own realization that i can't be superwoman and listening to you talk about the kids now i mean they're older so they're in daycare and you know i have she's almost four months old but mm showering alone sometimes <laughs> it's barely happens and then Dennis is knocking on the door okay she's crying and I'm like god can I just like poop on my own <laughs> can I just be alone for five minutes yeah but but <sighs> this morning the the children were you know sitting on the on the floor and I was taking a shower in the morning so so I've noticed that I can do everything I can put my makeup on doing my hair but they have to to be in that room with um, you yes and they're having like a, a makeup brush or they have they're they're holding something they're like playing with it so they want to participate in yeah, what you're doing yes uh, so now they know everything about my makeup routine oh, that's so cute <laughs> I love that what was the biggest uh, what was the biggest thing what what changed you the most about motherhood do you feel like being more understanding for other people, don't see the world in uh, like black and white. More, it changed me a lot. Uh, I was more cold, more yes, you're seeing more the world more like your. If 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 you want to succeed, just do it. Uh, today I'm more, I'm more. I, I, today I realized that that life is tougher than that. Hmm. It's, it's not always, you know, having a goal and reach for it. Sometimes it's it's tough, and it's people are having different. They're coming from from different ways in life with different. Um, in yeah, Swedish. with different prerequisites. Yeah. yeah. So I'm more. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not so so. I I, I don't judge people anymore. Hmm. That was I'm, I was quite tough to other people before. Uh, today I'm I'm a kind of I'm I'm a, like a different person in that way. I know that life can be very tough and it's it's not so easy just you know having a goal and reach it. It's so much mentally and you have yeah. I'm more I'm I'm a better person. Hmm. I am. It's a big difference. Look, it's yeah. a, I feel that too. Mm. <laughs> I mean already it's only been four four months, but I can barely remember 
life before versus mm. life now. And one of the things that I feel the most is this appreciation for women. Yeah, exactly. And I can even, if I think back, I can see that there has been some judgment in me sometimes with how, you know, how women navigate the world. Or sometimes I was like, oh, you should just do it this way. Yeah, or yeah. My way is better than <laughs> other people's way. And I'm realizing now, like, there is no right way. No. To do not, this no, at all, no. which is also why I'm so surprised that there's, um, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm alone in it, but the judgment in the mother community. Yeah. And I understand that at the core of it, I think it comes from this place of love. Like I do this for my children yes. and it works for me. So you should do it too. Mm. But I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really can't get over it. I keep getting these emails or questions or comments and it says, I don't want to judge, but... but. Your That's baby should part. not suck her thumb. I'm like, what's going to happen if she sucks her thumb? Like, I, I sucked my thumb. I, I lived. Like, I'm okay. You know, I still have it. It's okay. I, I sucked my thumb till I was 12. <laughs> okay. but, but, <laughs> and you made it. Okay. I made it. Even you, you're fine. <laughs> yes, yes. But how do you deal with that, that judgment? Because I feel somehow, maybe because we're so sensitive about our kids. So mm. I'm probably, I'm absorbing that judgment more than I would judgment about me you yeah. know if they say like oh your yoga shouldn't be that way or your body mm. or you're this I don't care so much I but. Tr I'm trying to be a, a good role model to never judge other women in my blog I would never judge another woman even if she is saying something that I doesn't agree with uh, the the idea of always um, backing another woman is more important than um, having a, an opinion of her thought hmm. so that's is a, a big thing for me that never never complain or be like mean to another other woman or another mother because it's everything is so sensitive or, and um, and it is harder for women <laughs> that's also something that I haven't really seen until now I mean before I had Lea Luna, I would just kind of take for granted all the women that work, that have kids, yeah. all the women that give birth every day. Yeah. Women just do this. No one ever asks a man, no. oh, you went back to work so quickly. No, Shouldn't never. you be home nursing no. your baby? No one says that. No. And in, in my, I think in my relationship, it's a little bit reverse. So I, I'm kind of the primary um, bringer of you know, mm. manifester in yeah. the family, so to speak. We yeah. all work with, uh, with the Yoga Girl platforms, my husband too, and he's very comfortable with that. Mm. So as we met, he was like, uh, I want to be a latte papa. Latte papa is like the dream. And the then dream. now we have the baby. He's like, uh, latte papa is harder than I thought. Like, I need some help. And I'm like, oh God. But I mean, it is really, you get more judgment that way. If he was out working every day, quickly after the baby was born, no one would say anything mm. because it's common for the man to have that role. Yeah. And I feel like it's a, it's a challenge for me right now to yeah. really embrace this whole new new lifestyle it is. and and this is a, a big question and an important question for me right now the blog and all the plat the, my channels are growing and expanding with other languages and my like the message that i want to to be to, to say is that you know one uh, the first one is that you can do both uh, uh, when you're a woman. You, you can still have your career, you can have your children and you doesn't have, have has to choose. But the other one is that always support other women. Always, always, always. And that's... Um, um, it's and, and you can't say that enough. <laughs> and I think when I'm saying that and you are you're doing the same, um, I think that's you know, the best way to, to, to make a difference. Um, so yes, I hope people will continue that and to message. act on it <laughs> to act on <laughs> because it. one thing is talking about it and yeah saying, and know. when you see something in like a comment field you just you know say that don't do that and never you know continue the discussion mm -hmm. do you address things when you get negative comments in the in the blog do you sometimes respond or no no almost no, never 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 give them that it fuels the fire no exactly yeah. Exactly. It's hard to do though it, it, it is, is really it hard it sounds to do. very easy but just don't answer no no no, no but if, don't do that. <laughs> no. And I was okay. Because I'm, I'm meditating on this a yeah. lot right now. So if uh, if someone shares something negative before mm. the baby, I would never respond. Mm. Like I wouldn't even look at it. I'd be like, oh, okay, just keep scrolling. But now those things, it sticks with me. And then I'm wondering, okay, is it because there's something triggering me in what this person says has to mean that there's a little bit of truth in it or that there's a little bit of fear behind mm. it. So if they say, oh, don't let her suck her thumb. And I'm like, what? Why would you say this? Let me raise my baby. And, uh, and then I realize, wait, I'm actually maybe scared that if she sucks her thumb, something bad is going to happen because yeah. I'm new at this. I don't yes. know. Is yeah. every decision I make mm. going to mess up her life? Like mm. being a parent is not so easy. No, it's not so easy. 
It is. And a lot of responsibility for this tiny being for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... No, I wish the I wish the climate was a little softer around this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to work harder to focus on the... And, and we can change it. Yes. We can. Mm-hmm. I really, really yeah. hope so. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. I went for many years without wearing a bra. When I decided to try them out again, I instantly remembered just how uncomfortable they can be and why so many women say the best part of the day is coming home taking off their bra. Then I found Third Love. Third Love uses women's real measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and that are way more comfortable. They offer sizes from AA to G as well as exclusive half cup sizes. I stopped wearing bras for a few reasons, one being how aware I was that I was wearing something uncomfortable all day long. But these third love bras are so comfortable that sometimes I even forget I'm wearing one, which is exactly how it should be. Third Love knows you'll love your new bra, so they're offering From the Heart listeners a chance to try one of their perfect 24-7 bras for free for 30 days. All you have to do is answer a few simple questions online, and the Third Love experts will recommend the perfect bra just for you. If the bra you receive is not your new favorite, you can easily return or exchange it for free. Simply fill out a few questions, pay just $2.99 for shipping, and receive the greatest bra you'll ever wear. It's time to put fit first with Third Love. Go to thirdlove.com slash heart now to get your perfect Third Love bra and try it for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash heart to try your new favorite bra for free. Thirdlove.com slash heart. What do you, because you have a, a boy and a girl, mm. Yilis and Sally, mm. do you raise them the same? I do. Um, I want them to be as the Swedish character Bamse. Mm. And he's very strong and also very kind to other people. So I want them to be... That Bamse is a storybook uh, character or yeah. a um, paper, what do you call it? Uh, magazine character yeah. yeah he's a bear and he he's eats honey and he becomes super strong exactly so and mm. he's he's very strong and um and i want them to be strong within to to always feel comfortable to if they have anything that they want to do just do it and i will always support that they, they don't have to to have companies and be successful they can just do whatever they want um but always be you know like like very have a great self-esteem but always also be kind to others that's very important for me when 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 they see a person on the street um, like um i want uh, begging or yeah, homeless be- yeah. yes always help they always get some some swedish um, money to to give them it's very important for me to to make them understand that we are having a they are they having they are having like a great standard and other people doesn't have that so we have to help other people because you didn't grow up the way that you're no, raising your children. No, now. and I was I was so frustrated because they were pl- they were laying down at the floor a day, and they were putting on um, like a blanket, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I was wondering, oh, you listen, Sally, what are you doing? You're lying on the on the floor with the blanket on, and they were saying, yes, mother, we're flying. Oh God. <laughs> And I was like, okay, you're flying and you're li- lying in the bed because they're used to, to fly business. And uh, from So that they don't know the reality for no. most of the people. You don't get to lie no. down. No. And from that point, I was like, okay, I have to have this thing in my, when I'm, when they're growing up so they can, because they're going to be terrible people in another way. Um, they need to work. They have to work. They, uh-huh. So, so that's uh, like one of my struggles. How can I, how can I re- um, raise them so they are like Bamse, like mm-hmm. strong, uh, independent, having greatest self-esteem, but kindness is very important. Very, very important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a challenge. I was having this discussion with my mom actually yesterday, because we are also uh, me and Dennis live a lifestyle now that is different than the mm-hmm. way I was raised. And one of the biggest differences is, and this is very common in, in Central and South America, is that you have a maid or you have someone who helps mm-hmm. out around the house. It's really common to have someone living with you. Mm-hmm. And especially when you have a, a child, it's really common that you leave your baby with a with the maid. So most of Dennis's friends, they were raised kind of speaking really amazing Spanish because they had a South American maid that raised them while the parents were at work. Uh, and that's not something that I would, you know, I, I don't want to have a nanny for her until I absolutely have to. Like, I don't want to, um, I don't want anybody aside from family with them for as long as possible. Um, but for, one thing is like, we don't do our own laundry at home. No. No. And I always did my own laundry when I grew up. Mm. And then my mom said yesterday, she says, is Lea Luna going to grow up and not know how to 
fylla på diskmaskinen. Like how to put stuff in the dishwasher. Is she not going to know that because you live this lifestyle? And I thought, wow, that's going to be so hard because we don't do that. And kids do what they see and what, you know, yes. they act as we act. Mm -hmm. So I think it means that we're going to have to scale back a little bit on the... Mm. <laughs> On the support that, that this gives us and kind of go back to, yeah, doing our own laundry more so she can learn yeah. too. Yeah. Because that's a big thing. Mm. How about when you travel with the kids? Mm. Where have they been? They have been uh, following me every time that I'm working. Uh, uh, yes, they have been like f being on my arm from when they were born. So like in a minute. They've been to lots of countries. Uh, lots of countries. Well, how how young were they when you started traveling with them? Uh, they were they were eight weeks. That young? Wow! Yes, and where did weeks. you fly? I think it was to Milan because I was uh, visiting um, a, f um, a factory. They were producing our mascara. So yes, they've been with me, and I was you know been flying to Miami with them, to Thailand, and to everywhere. Um, they're that they're quite used to you know be with me. And uh, people were very upset when they were traveling so young. Yes, that's why I'm asking because I uh, <laughs> already received some judgment and she's only been on one plane. Yeah, <laughs> but I was breastfeeding until they were six months and um, it was very easy to travel while I, I was breastfeeding. It was harder bet be between six months and when they were starting to, to walk because they were so frustrated and they wanted to walk with my, you know, holding my hands or to... To, I need more to crawl. entertainment, yes. more engagement. Uh, and yeah. now it's easier again because now he's three and he can, you know, have an iPad and he can see a movie or playing on a, like an iPad. So um, it's easier right now. But uh, now I'm, I'm going to fly with them by myself to, mm -hmm. you know, two kids going to Spain. Or Are you two. nervous about that? No, no. Uh, of course, yes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. I'm going to be so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going to be, you know, hard. But um, I have to, you know, I have to do it. I, I, um, There's no other option. No, I mean, exactly. Would you stay home? Then no, for the rest of no. Life? no. And I, you know, it's going to be hard for the first time. But then uh, they would learn and I would learn. So I'm, I'm quite tough in that way. Um, I, re I remember that because there, it's only 17 months between them. And I was um, taking them to different places and or to my office both when they were very young. Uh, just you know, be just you know, sitting in a car for two hours with two young children can be tough. Um, but I always, you know, you know, just tried. And sometimes they were, you know, for the f I, I know, you know a couple of times that they were being like screaming for twenty minutes, and I was you know stuck in traffic and can't stop or in a highway oh or. God. But but <laughs> at least they're like you know they had their. Um, they have their personalities. They have uh, no, no. They had. They were like. Stuck oh, they were strapped in. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they couldn't move. <laughs> no, they couldn't move. So nothing could happen. So. Um, but, wow, people uh, underestimate this. This is the thing. <laughs> what goes on behind the scenes of this type of life? Because I think from the outside it can look like, oh, what a dream, and traveling everywhere, and bringing your kids, mm. and it's really hard. I remember when I was flowing with Sally uh, to Miami, and she was, you know. She she um, vomit all the time because she was so so small oh, and her she was spitting up a lot. Uh, yes, all the time, and um, and we didn't. Uh, all the clothes were already like uh, uh, full of spit up. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't have any more to change to. So we were sitting there for like uh, from New York to Miami with like we were smelling and people were like you know it, it was terrible. And then she pooped and uh, the diaper was. I didn't have anything to change with, and it was like really terrible. But it, it just, you know, you, you smile have to go and with it. yeah, and, uh, and 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 you you realize that it's not it's not so much bad things more that can happen. Mm. You know, this is like the worst. I'm sitting in with her poo in my vomit or in her vomit, and <laughs> people are looking at it us. Can't but get worse no, than it, can, this. it can't That's get worse. So we're yes, we're living and we're happy. We're we're. You know. I feel like at least if you, you know, if you, if you, if me now when I travel, mm -hmm. if I meet a mom with kids or a family traveling with kids, I feel compassion. Like, yeah. oh, I know <laughs> what this is like versus before pre-kids yeah. maybe like, okay, we've been on this plane for seven hours. Is that baby going to stop crying ever? It's not hard for the rest of the passengers. It's no. hard for the parents. Like it's, oh, it's mm. unimaginable. And I've been, you know, staying in, in the kitchen in the airplane, like having my son in my arms for 
like maybe three hours and he was being you know screaming all the time so i've been i have i have done all the kind of all you the know. hard stuff yeah that so. was us flying here because everybody told me oh when she's this little it's gonna be so easy just wait till she's running that's hard so mm-hmm. i had this different idea in my head i thought okay it's a nighttime flight she normally sleeps very yeah. well at night she's gonna sleep in the little bassinet that they give you we're gonna get to amsterdam she's gonna be right on time jet lag no jet lag <laughs> She spent three minutes in the bassinet and she screamed for 10 hours. It was like a 10-hour flight. And I was was by the cockpit. And then even one of the stewardesses, she felt so bad. She said, you know, we have this where you can close (laughs) where the people, where the stewardesses get to sleep. Would you like to sit down here and just close it? And I was like, oh my God, thank you. (laughs) It was just like her kindness in that moment. I was just crying. Yes, I I, I have done that too. Just crying and and be thankful. (laughs) (laughs) for something. so if we if you were to look back at yourself you know this 14 year old old girl before all of this you know maybe you weren't able to envision all of the success that you have now and the beauty in your life that you have now and I think more than anything the resilience that you have the resilience the ability to overcome Mm -hmm. difficult things um what would you tell her because I know we have a lot of people listening now that might be lots of young girls and people that might be in that moment right now whether or not it's being bullied or being depressed or going through a divorce or, you know, moving through something yeah. difficult. What would you tell yourself in the middle of that time, that young? That the most important thing is that is that is the, um, the relationship to yourself, to always rely on you that you can go through everything you're, you know, um, all these tough things in life. But the relationship to yourself, that's the only thing you need. You, of course, it's it's fantastic to have a great family and support from your friends or maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, but the relationship with that, that being your own best friend, uh, that was my like a mantra. Um, that I can be alone, everything can be tough, but uh, you know I know I'm gonna get through this because I'm my best friend. Hmm. And what if you don't have that ability though? So some for some people I know that self judgment mm. or the self hate can be very strong. Yeah. If you have that voice in the back of your head that says, "Oh, you're too fat," or "You're not smart enough," or "You're not successful enough," "You're not good enough." Mm. You. How do you become your own best friend? Yes, but you have to know that if you're if you're like laying like two hours every day of complaining about yourself, you're taking two hours from something else or you're taking like 30,000 thoughts of that to something else. So, you, you know, you have to know that you're, it's going to affect you for the long term too. So you have to be quite t- try to be more rational and think, okay, what can I do for this quite time or those thoughts? Can I, can I read books? Can I be inspired? Can I, Exercise. Can I can I do something that makes me more happy, uh, and try to 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 be tough on yourself when the, those bad thoughts are coming? You know, put them away. You know, I'm better than this. It takes uh, it takes too much of the value and time for me. I'm gonna do something else with that time. So so see see us um, like picture that you have like 100 uh, percent and choose how much. Like is it 10 percent you're gonna complain about yourself or is it 80 so it has to be very small percent and and when those thoughts are coming you know take them away if you're standing in the mirror and you think you look too fat or you know take some other clothes buy a bigger size (laughs) you know do something that would you know make it easier and and not focus on on the bad things on you Mm. or go where the happiness is exactly that's always my go-to so if my mind becomes this you know spinning if it's okay I know five minutes on my yoga mat moving gets me out yeah. of my head and into my body or spending time with a dog or yeah. doing something just put a smile yes. on your face to snap out of it. And it's always a, um, a choice. You can't, it's, it's, um, it sounds tough when I'm saying that, but it, it, it is a choice. You can, when the bad thoughts are, thoughts are coming, you, 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 you can take them away if you want, but it's a, you have to exercise on that. It's a practice. It's a practice, yes. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you? I know you have a really exciting online show, online yeah. series coming out. So the Quest for Success. The Quest for Success. Um, yes, after in, in September, we're launching a new type of online series. It's not the classic YouTube one. Um, so I'm, I'm going to meet people that I have been looking up to during my years and talk about the, the sacrifice that they're doing for Reach Your Goal. In my, for my, my sacrifices has been maybe some relationships with friends and because uh, I'm always focused very much on the, on the companies too. So um, it, 
it's it's when you see a successful person it's always things sacrifices behind that you do, that, that you don't see so this is a way for me to 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 talk about that and and also inspiring um that of course yes it's tough but maybe it's worth it um but you but you have to know that you cannot be successful without taking away something else in your life um the sacrifices that are made behind the behind the scenes yes, and it's always sacrificing things always yes, i think that's fascinating because it looks easy sometimes from the outside sometimes yeah. people might look at you and say oh anybody could do that mm. Mm, not so easy no <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you for having me here. A big thank you to my guest Isabella Lovingvid for joining me on the show this week. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to listen to and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of these on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Huge thanks to the folks at Digital Media for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Texture, Third Love, and TransferWise. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.